suspension and handling that make the toughest trails a walk in the park. And with the precision, reliability, and American manufacturing. Welcome to the family. Welcome to Textron Off-Road. WHFS Sefner, WQYK FM HD2 St. Petersburg, 103.1 W276CX Newport Ritchie, 92.1 W221DW Tampa. Hello everybody, I'm Bill Dance. And if you've ever seen my very lengthy blooper video, well, you know, I've had my share of mishaps. Because of that, you can take it from me that one thing I always take very seriously is boating safety. For instance, here's something as simple as it can be that saves the lives of countless boaters every year. A lanyard. I highly recommend you wear one of these every time your boat is running. All you have to do is hook the loose end of the lanyard to your PFD. It'll stop your outboard instantly if you should accidentally fall overboard or be thrown from your boat during a collision. Be sure to give your lanyard a field test to make sure it's working like it's supposed to. Your life and that of your boating partner could depend on. Hornady continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory-loaded, truly match-accurate ammunition with Doppler radar verified best-in-class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance, as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. The Big and Wild Outdoors invites you to discover Fishhawk Sporting Clays. It's 77 acres of first-class comfort and hospitality for your personal sports shooting as well as corporate and public events. The Fishhawk staff is always ready to set you and your family up for a memorable day of dusting clays. Conveniently located in Lithia, about 20 miles from downtown Tampa and less than 8 miles from Brandon and is open 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Fishhawk Sporting Clays offers four-person shooting carts, 12 and 20-gauge shotgun rentals, and the club also features a large covered pavilion with plenty of seating for your next big get-together. Fishhawk will happily host birthday parties, bachelor and bachelorette parties, team-building groups, family reunions, or any group of people who'd like to get together and have fun. For more information, go to fishhawkshootingclays.com. That's fishhawkshootingclays.com. And be sure to check out the events page for clinics and classes available throughout the year. Come on, boys! From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. The debate rages on. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. We're inside today on this uh, great day. Great Saturday. It's going to be a little windy as we look at the tops of the trees blowing heavily. Uh, we say good luck to everybody out uh, fishing offshore today in the tournament. 
going on out at the uh, Harbor Master Tiki uh, out at uh, Bay Pines Marina today. It's the Kingfish tournament start kicking off out there with the uh, Anglers boys out there doing their stuff. Yeah, it's going to be a rough day, but I'm sure they'll be catching some because right. days like today seem to be good days to catch kings. Well, right. good on them, and of course our good friends and uh, uh, I guess the first Hillsborough County Bass Team, Strawberry Crest, they're out along with Plant City and Durant <laughs> doing some pre fishing for the state championship tournament next weekend on Lake Okeechobee. Uh, good luck with them guys. I know one of the Strawberry Crest teams did make it to the nationals already. They're they don't have to go to Okeechobee, depending on a, a good finish to make it to the Nationals on Lake Kentucky. Uh, congratulations to the Chase and Chase team at Strawberry Crest for that accomplishment. Yeah, but if they're out today, it's not going to be much fun. Yeah. Well, Okeechobee may still be okay. It may not a be A few wind knots. <laughs> it's a giant <laughs> bathtub out yeah, there. Yeah, but I'm saying this me? weather, what, is it all the way down there yet? I'm yeah, sure it is. it's pushing through. It's all the way down. That's, that's where it's going to kind of stall. It's okay. going to be along there and uh, just above and over Miami and stuff, so it's going to kind of stall out, at least according to Bay News 9. Well, and the main thing you want to look at them and say is make sure you've got your flotation devices and all that stuff because Lord knows we don't want to hear about what happened a while back when those two guys were unfortunately taken on Lake Okeechobee. Yeah, that's uh, but that's part of the big requirement of that tournament in the kids' program. With the uh, is They have to have that flotation device on. And uh, one thing, too, that I kind of like the fin and feather pits, um, mm-hmm. going out with uh, my good friend Dave to go fishing over there in that club, uh, when you show up on that property, it's pretty good. I, I like the way they have it, is you got to call to let them know that you arrived on property and what mm-hmm. location you're fishing, how many people's in the party, and then whenever you get ready to leave, you call and tell them that you've loaded yeah, up yep. and you're leaving the property. With the same number of people that was in the party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when you step out of the truck, it's not when you get in the boat. When you step out of the vehicle, before you even launch the boat, you have to have your flotation device on or else you get kicked out of the club. Yeah. You but, big trouble, boy. You got to go. But uh, mm-hmm. great on them for that. Um, and, again, congratulations to uh, Chase and Chase of Strawberry Crest for their Team uh, CC. They got in. So that's a great thing. So, Braden, what you got? Nothing. Okay, we're done. We're okay, being... <laughs> see you guys next weekend. Uh, no, I wanted to just uh, reiterate, uh, we talked about it in the first hour, and I know we got a lot of new listeners in this hour, but uh, don't forget next weekend is going to be the Rally in the Valley, uh, Bone Valley ATV Park out there in Mulberry. Uh, Saturday on April 7th, it's going to be free admission to everybody. And, yes, you can bring your own uh, motorcycle, ATV, UTV, uh, off-roady type thing. You know, you can't show up in a giant uh, swamp buggy machine or anything like that but uh atv utv motorcycle uh four-wheeler three-wheeler whatever you want to call them they're all going to be allowed to be there but uh while they're there and while you're there it's free admission for the day live music free food uh gonna have a kid zone out there have drawings and giveaways throughout the day and you can test drive any of the uh, textron off-road atvs and side-by-sides that are going to be out there so you can go drive yours, and when you get tired of messing yours up, come over and try to mess up there. So it's all good. And uh, I got a short list of some of the critters that are going to be out there that you can go ride around in. One of them that I'd really like to go take a drive out on is the new Prowler EV. It's the 72-volt uh, four-wheel drive uh, vehicle they're going to have out there. They're also going to have the Havocs, uh, two different types of the Stampedes. They're going to have a two-seater and a crew. Uh, two-seater Wildcat, the Altera Mud Pro 700, and the Altera 2-Up 500 is going to be out there as well. 
plus other things that you can go out there and enjoy. And on Saturday, it's absolutely free. On Sunday, they're going to do the same thing again, just without all the bells and whistles. No uh, live music and all that kind of stuff, but uh, five bucks just to get in and go right around for the day. So, uh, like I said, it's the five dollars is the cheapest ATV all day riding you're going to get to do anywhere in the state of Florida. Five bucks, go in and go do it for five bucks, and of course, entertainment will follow with Braden on site. Maybe I don't know. I think uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to stick around during after the broadcast on Saturday because uh, I have to come back, grab children, and drop off equipment. But uh, Sunday. I think I'm going to head back out there, take a nice, lazy, easy Sunday ride. Try not to break anything. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the day that they, they'll appreciate you showing up to help them clean it all up and get it ready for shipping. But during the break, I will say that, you know, in, in the last hour, Jonathan was talking about some new uh, innovation for game feeders on the market. And uh, after looking at the video, uh, I will say it's pretty impressive. I kind of like the design. And uh, I guess you're going to be that. carrying these into your What's store. What's What are they called again? One and done. One and done feeders? Is game feeders. Game feeders? One and done. And whenever they feeders. can say it is bear proof and hog resistant, I guess that's so that, you know, you <laughs> get it from the. That's crazy. I, I think what the the thought behind it is, I, the hogs are going to root it from the bottom, the bears from the top. And I, it will, still I will make sure when I talk to the owner this week that I'm going to be like, hey, we need to uh, reword the, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, Re- reword put the wording right on the website you know otherwise guys like bill george will be going well i don't get it you mean tell me that a hog is going to do more damage than a bear's going to do i just don't know. but looking at this here looking at the uh, one and done game feeder that they have on their facebook page what do you see what's the first thing you notice Braden, when you look at it real quick just first uh, glance. there's a big old slot in the side of it no, the caution the disclaimer oh there's you have a disclaimer to, yeah, on there caution projectiles uh, yeah <laughs> it may come unannounced if it, unless there's a feeder in there that of says course. an automated one you have 10 seconds to clear the area yeah exactly <laughs> before that, corn comes but, out but that goes back to the whole bill ingvall why does it have to say turn the engine off before you change the belts on the oh, engine? fan belts yeah <laughs> well you know what that's sad that that even has to be on there but uh you know after california's now have to you have to put warning labels on coffee because it may cause cancer so oh my yeah. gosh so uh I, man and i just had 10 cups <laughs> you gone <laughs> you are so gone well now are these made here locally are they florida made or are they're they made here? two guys out of louisiana and they're based out of texas really yes well they're out two, of louisiana they're they are based there the guys the story behind the feeders they started in louisiana and these two guys are sheet metal workers okay. and they Basically, like the guy told me, one of the, the vice president of the company told me when I was talking to him on the phone, he goes, if you come to our shop in Louisiana, he said, we have a boneyard of feeders to where you would look at. We've all done this before. You look at something and say, okay, what how can, do how can I make it better? Sure. Or how can I, you know, what can you do to make it better? And they, they looked at this and they had, just like us, they've had bear issues. They've had varmint issues. They've had all that. And that's how they came up with this design. Um, and the production in the first year, it was just like anything else. They made it for themselves, and then their family members started seeing it, and then their friends of their family started seeing it. That's usually how and it, it just yeah. it snowballed. It's kind of, it was their their kind of uh, Chris uh, the Seaton story. I yeah, mean, that's it's good. Basically, what they're doing, and that's um, and you know, it's it's a different kind of feeder in the fact that it doesn't uh, just have a 
a, a housing underneath it that spreads at 360 degrees. Yes. This one here you can put up against the tree and uh, strap it on there, and it, it shoots it out horizontally out in front. So it, yeah. it, it sprays it out. It's a like directional a, feeder, which yeah. that was one thing. I had somebody was like, idea. well, it's, it's a directional feeder, and I'm like, okay. doesn't matter you <laughs> you know, know? as long as it's getting out there. If you want all the feed in a certain area, Mount it to the side. Bad. There you go. Instead of directly above. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot it out in a certain area. And Whoa. if you was asking if it was Sasquatch proof, apparently it is as well because they yeah. got that on there. There you go. They had him stop. No by. one has ever broken. They it. had him stop by the ATA <laughs> booth but, and but see if he could break it. If you have a game camera and you catch one of those rascals, you could probably get all the game feeders you want. <laughs> yeah. There you well, go. We're big and wild. Got to take a fast one. Brought to you by G Five Feet and Outdoors, Brandon Ford, and we'll be right back. Hunters, we all know that planting a food plot in Florida is hard work and takes tons of water, fertilizer, and time just to keep it alive. Well, now there's a product that can make growing big deer on your hunting property as easy as unloading your cooler. It's Horn Max 20 Super Pro Mineral and Super Max 20 Super Molasses Block. This stuff is amazing for growing huge deer, and of course, your Florida deer will get all the trace minerals, protein, and amino acids needed for optimal nutrition in bucks, lactation in does, and fawn growth. Check out the full line of Horn Max 20 today at Florida Mineral Online. Line.net or click the link at bigandwild.com. So, I'm sure you heard the news. Social media sites are cracking down on private firearm sales. So, if you're looking to sell or buy a new or used gun or even looking to trade, do it the right way and head over to Deer Hunter Guns. Dan and his crew will give you top dollar for your used firearm, plus, give you the best trade in value if you're looking to upgrade. Deer Hunter Guns is doing it the legal way and can help you find what you're looking for. Or take that used rifle, pistol, or shotgun off your hands the legal way so you have peace of mind. Knowing your firearm isn't going to a complete stranger. Go sell your firearms to your friends at Deer Hunter Guns. Stop by today and get the best deal. 2797 Gulf to Bay Boulevard, across from the original Hooters. DeerHunterGuns.com Safety up, sit down, and hang on. There's no better place for your next ATV adventure than Bone Valley. With over 200 acres of twists and turns, that's a -a one-of-a-kind ATV experience, and eight miles of trails, a hill climb, an open play area, and picnic areas. Located at 10427 County Road 630 West in Mulberry, hours are Friday through Monday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. State law requires ATVs be registered prior to riding on public property. Riders under 16 are required to take a rider's education class. For fees and hours, check out BoneValleyATV.com. Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the Southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks, 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason, like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices, or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America, with over 500 trucks available and on sale, or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck they choose brandon ford because brandon ford stocks more sells more and sells for less so when you're ready for a truck come see us at highway 60 and 301 in tampa the largest volume ford f-series dealer in the entire southeastern united states 24 7 at brandonford.com if you want to pay less for a ford truck that's our business
Brooklyn band. Sing it there, Brayden. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brayden, Glenn, Jonathan, and Bill all back in the studio today. We all made it back. Although I think uh, next weekend uh, we're going to be out at uh, Bone Valley. Are you going to be out there, uh, Bill George? No. You're not, you're not going to come and play? I, I do not believe I am. I'll probably be in the turkey woods and then run over. Well, and... How many turkeys do you think you can kill? How I mean, many do I think I can kill? Yeah, no, legally, how many, how many, I can kill a whole lot more than two. How many, how many do you think you can kill? <laughs> why are you putting, I, I think why he's limited him out already. Why are you putting him out there? You well, already I mean, got two, don't you, Bill? You're already, you're you you haven't done. seen me post any pictures. You're one and done. No, you're but done, I got man. the evidence. Bill, I think you've got two. <laughs> Let's see. We've got this turkey. Bill, you're going to run over to Tenor Rock then, right? Yeah, that I was going to try and do a little turkey hunting in the morning then run over to Tenor Rock, uh, do a little little facetime over there with fwc and that kids event um yeah that's a good time it, i really enjoyed watching all those kids going out there and fishing a couple of years ago when we were out there broadcasting from there um great great place great facility uh you know it, it's just a, a really nice place and i know um randy pax is over there a lot um i saw something in the fwc's commission uh agenda for this next time period and it, it kind of confuses me and I'm, i i have a phone call in but the person was out of the office this last week and um, or ignoring you no they were out of the office <laughs> so they said <laughs> but i turn around they are going to pass, they have something on the consent agenda to make tenor rock a hook and line or rod and reel only to take fish at that at that whole complex okay and and that shuts down bow fishing. You take people like Carlos, who's looking for a place to go. That place is fully managed by FWC. Mm-hmm. It, you don't have any other agencies involved. FWC is it. Yeah. And we're going to turn around and not allow somebody to do bow fishing. Hey. And we're in a period where we're, we're, we should be extending every opportunity to every type of person. We're trying to recruit, retain people and we take a place that we have full control over. Yeah, they're not falling to ours. Yeah, yeah, but now what? What, what are they going to shoot out there with a bow? You got tilapia, tilapia. Well, if you were going to go out there and take a trash fish out of there and get them out of there and placosimus, why well, then that, that would be you can't shoot it fast. Fine. That's illegal. No, I know. It doesn't matter where you are. That's why I'm asking. Okay, I'm just saying that okay. if they're, they're going to get out there, what are they going to allow them to take? And if it's just tilapia. And uh, placosimus, yeah, maybe it, a, a gar, a spotted gar every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, that's the what? other thing. You got from somebody that sells bow fishing equipment, I'm telling you right now, there are guys that come in the shop like the Carloses and all that of the world that they know, I mean, they plan on the tilapia betting. I mean, it's like us for turkey season and everything else right they know when in the bypass canal and oh. other places like that when they're going on bed because they're just constant i mean we see them every day if not every other day buying tips buying arrows buying just everything because yeah. they're out there shooting fish and it's a it's a good opportunity to really introduce ice we're trying to retain introduce yeah. bring Somebody may not want to shoot a bow and, and hog hunt or deer hunt with a bow, but oh, they might man. be into the fishing thing. Oh yeah, because it's easily done and you can do it during your time, not because of a seasonal thing. Mm-hmm. It's whenever you have the available the availability to go. And uh, so, and, 
I, I mean, I'm with you on that, Bill. I don't understand why they got a really nice facility. That, and like you that, say, it's managed strictly by the FWC, and therefore they have control over it. And who's going to go out there and just to break the law the, anyway you, when they know the FWC is in charge? The, Nobody. The only thing I could think of, and, and this may be the underlying cause, is it getting to the bottom of what why that rule changes there. They may be having a problem with people going out there and throwing cast nets. Okay? That may be a problem. So... Well, know. then they can just make an exception and say, wait a minute, both how, how do you not well, see somebody throwing say, a cast net? You do. You have it, but it may not be illegal right now. If you go over to Saddle Creek, which is actually part of the Tenorock, um properties. But it's, it's managed mostly by Parks and Rec. But but there is a no cast net, no, no net rule in that facility. Is there a no uh, bow fishing rule, too? Yes. There you go. But you can use a snatch hook. You can use a snatch hook. <laughs> Which is incredible to I'll me. I'll just no, but, never but, mind. But, and you're snatching. You don't know what kind of fish at no, that point. No. You're just dragging a hook and maybe catch a bass, a but bluegill. You and, take a look. And I can understand people may freak out when they see somebody bow fishing. But for gosh sakes, you're shooting at something probably 5, 10 feet. Ten feet. Yeah, I know that uh, You know, Crest Lake, where the... Uh, where the fishing fiasco happened last year, where the uh, gentleman caught the tilapia and all that stuff. I, I used to know guys used to go down there and go bow fishing all the time. But they were so harassed by the walkers and the dog people, you know, that they just quit going. They quit going. And now it's just overrun with these monster, I mean, monster tilapias see, down see, there. See, but here's how I would roll if it's legal. I'm like the guy sitting to my right. If it's legal. I would purposefully go down there and shoot fish and want for someone to harass me. You wouldn't want that to really. And who really wants to have that part of their agenda? I'm going fishing and I just want somebody to bother me because I want to just unload. Well, I, I was. I want to go do something I'm like that because unload. I'm going to do a Bill George and have a very calm and adult conversation with them and tell them how dumb they but are. But nothing really resolves anything like that because it always escalates into something else. Well, you know, I was hoping that after the fishing fiasco that happened last year, that it would empower more people to go back and uh, and start boat fishing down there again yeah. because of the fact that, uh, yeah, you're going to get harassed, but sooner or later, law enforcement is going to be called out there enough. The FWC is going to be called out there enough to where those who are making the phone calls or complaining or making the complaints will get an education from the law enforcement that says, ma'am or sir or whatever they're legal they're within their rights they are allowed to be able to go and do what they're doing and if you keep continually harassing them then it's going to be you who gets cited and gets the uh citation it's like you the whole duck conversation with being able to go and shoot ducks in certain areas well you know and then once we made the announcement on the radio and uh people started showing up in the locations to hunt ducks next thing you know it's all over the news because uh, those people had to learn. They had to be educated that uh, you may not be happy about it, but guess what? It's legal. It's the law. And, and it's the law, and they're allowed to be there. So I, he- I heard a duck story the other day. They turned around. They were getting the nuisance Muscovy ducks, and one of the methods that they were using was they would take and take bread and put some Everclear or something on it, and when the duck ate it, they would – just kind of get a little loopy, and he picked the duck up. <laughs> a little intoxicated. I actually watched uh, two guys. I think they were uh, contracted, obviously, by the city or whoever to uh, go through my neighborhood 
and take my emergency rations, as I like to call them, the Muscovy ducks that are out there. Emergency rations. And uh, they were out there running around with what looked like the old-fashioned, uh, you know, dog catcher nets. nets. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're out there trying Big to landing net. trying to catch these ducks running around through all these people's yards, and uh, they were not doing a very that, good job. That is it. the easiest animal. I'm sorry. I don't understand how there are so many of them because that is probably the easiest duck to catch. And there are people who really like to eat it. And it, it yeah. Well, I can say this. Uh, the job site I was on, there was two Muskogees. I seen two coyotes the same day. The next morning, there was one Muscovy. Yeah. And then... No more. Yeah. <laughs> By the third day, they were <laughs> no gone. Well, we didn't hunt this place out, George. Yeah, let's go. Move on. Let's move. I always said, you know what? I, I watched Jovan uh, McNeil go out and catch hogs with a barracuda cast net. I was like, nah, that's a way to do it. You feed them up, get them out there with some Cheerios, get them in a nice big pile where they're out there and their heads are down, and have your boy ready with a nice uh, 14-footer. Sweet. <laughs> I mean, that thing covers 30 feet. They're not going to get away. Yeah. So uh, catch them with a cast net, and you're all good. But that that was a topic that came up was using the cast net, and the thing is, they do get wise to that. For the ones you don't catch, they get wise to that pretty quick when all sure. of a sudden you're holding it. Yeah, you just so, got to give them some time. Though. But the 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 laced uh, bread, they don't get wise to that. <laughs> 1977 they gotta lace it man you well know? one thing you won't you won't be seeing at uh tenor rocks 25th anniversary youth fishing derby is cast nets and an ever clear drunk dog no you won't see any of that <laughs> but make plans april the 7th from 8 to 1 p.m pre-registration is required for the kids fishing derby uh you can give them a call at myfwc.com on their website the phone number is there but uh also uh, 863-648-3200, Monday through Friday between 8 and 5 p.m. Uh, parent or guardian must be a, uh, present with anyone 15 years of age and younger. Uh, there will be some uh, fishing poles available for those that are under 15 years of age and, and bait and tackle as well. Uh, but anybody older than that, Bill, when you show up, bring your own fishing gear. Yeah. Leave the yeah. bow at home, Bill. You're an adult. You can know. Uh, well, the rules aren't yourself. against it right now. It's just on the mm, next well, agenda mm, item. So maybe. Just press the issue. But again, the 25th anniversary. So it's been going on for quite some time. A lot of people are, are aware of that. But uh, please, if you uh, have nothing else better to do, take a kid fishing at the uh, Tenor Rock Kids Fishing Derby this weekend coming up. Or come on out and see Braden. And uh, we'll be out there at Bone Valley. Yeah. Well, you know, FWC is, I, I got to give them this. They, they have those fishing clinics and all that stuff. They have them on all the time. And uh, believe it or not, if you can't make it out to Tenor Rock, if you're over here on this side of the pond, uh, they're also going to be doing one up in, uh, I think it's up in Wikiwachi. They're going to be doing that kids fishing clinic up there. So uh, if you can't make it all the way over to Tenor Rock, you can make it over here. There's no excuse. You got it on both sides of the bay. So it's all good. Yes, sir. And uh, same thing. Kids get out there, get to go fish for free. It's going to be uh, from 5 to 15 uh, years of age, from 9 until noon. Go out and fish. Have a good time. Free fishing clinic. It's all there. Just go to myfwc.com and look at it. They always have a schedule of, of events and where they're going to be. And, uh, well, you'll get to see Bill out there. And I don't know who's going to go over here. Because I'm going to be trying to break an ATV. All right, we're going to take a break. This is Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford and G5 Feed and Outdoors. Thank you. We'll be back. Yeah. 
In the 1960s, the G5 mark was used to brand the cattle and other livestock on the Glisson family ranch in the heartland of Florida. Now that family tradition has been passed on to mark quality at the new G5 Feed and Outdoors. G5 Feed and Outdoors is more than a family-owned business with a passion for all things that happen in the big and wild outdoors. Behind every product, you'll find more than 20 years of great customer service and three generations of experience standing behind it. G5 Feed and Outdoors believes there's no substitute for quality outdoor gear and products that have been tested to perform and give you the confidence that will last. So G5 carries items they use themselves from trusted brands like Textron, Arctic Cats, Yeti, Case Knives, Big Green Eggs, Costa, Shimano, and so much more. You really need to stop by and see all the great outdoor gear and products and the new stuff that arrives every day. It's all waiting for you at the new G5 Feed and Outdoors. Located just west of Plant City at 4960 U.S. Highway 92 and online at g5feedandoutdoors.com. And be sure to follow them on Facebook for even more great deals. Boy, my business really could use some signs and maybe even some business cards. Man, you need Sign Parrot. Sign Parrot produces everything from business cards to building wraps, postcards, decals, boat and vehicle wraps, interior wall graphics, exterior wall graphics, routed and 3D lettering signs, banners, and a whole host of other interior and exterior signage. Our goal is to help you. If you need a sign, we'll save you time. Sign Parrot. Yeehaw! God has blessed Trinity Sportsman's Ministry with another wonderful year. And on behalf of the Trinity Sportsman's Ministries, we'd like to invite you to the Patterson Company's annual fundraising event at Fishhawk Sporting Clays, April 21st from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Bring family and friends to enjoy a great day of fun, fellowship, and friendly competition. Food and drinks will be provided by Grandpa Johnson's Barbecue. All proceeds for the event will go directly to Trinity Sportsman's Ministry, a nonprofit organization that strives to make a positive impact for our local youth. Trinity Sportsman's Ministry provides our local youth with the opportunity to share Christ while learning of God's great creations through hunting, fishing, and other outdoor activities. To learn more about the Sporting Clay event sponsorships and team registry, please visit trinitysportsmansministry.com. trinitysportsmansministry.com. Hey, this is Jonathan. Most of you know me as the co-host of Big and Wild, but I also want to talk to you about my shop, Arrowhead Archery. We're one of the oldest shops in the country and stock brands from Prime, Matthews, Hoyt, Obsession, and PSE. We also have all the accessories to outfit your equipment, plus a level three instructor for our youth and adult programs and regular league nights for everyone. Check us out at 10818 East US Highway 92, Tampa, Florida, airheadarcheryshop.com, and our phone number is 813-621-4279. Stop by and see us. When aviation is in your blood, you learn how to fly. When your family serves, you learn the meaning of hard work. And when you're born with a name that stands for power, performance, and precision engineering, you damn well better make the family proud. We are Textron Off-Road. Backed by the name that builds some of the most advanced machines in the world. We create off-road vehicles that help America's hardest workers get the job done. Side-by-sides and ATVs that are built with a work ethic. 
a wild streak and a relentless pursuit of adventure with suspension and handling that make the toughest trails a walk in the park. And with the precision, reliability, and American manufacturing. Welcome to the family. Welcome to Textron Off-Road. Sportsman's Alliance. Our heritage, our fight. Protecting hunting from coast to coast. Did you know that Florida ranks first in number of sportsmen and anglers with 3.15 million that spend 5.9 billion a year supporting over 94,000 jobs? Did you know that sportsmen and women contribute nearly 8 million to the economy every single day, adding more than 2.9 billion every year for conservation? Just another fun fact showing how sportsmen and women are helping make a difference. Sportsman's Alliance, our heritage, our fight. Protecting hunting from coast to coast. That's right. Welcome back, Big and Wild Outdoors. Man, this third hour is going by pretty quick, Braden. I don't know what you've done to the clock. Not me. It's all that arguing Bill always starts. But it's this. We're not arguing. We're discussing. Jeez. Not on that end of the room. Well, it just depends on what end you're on. Are you? Yeah, y'all's definition <laughs> of arguing Bill's is on one end and you're on the other, so <laughs> anything in between is conflict going on around us. But Man, it looks horrible out there today. Like yeah. I said, if if there was a day that I wasn't going to turkey hunt, this might have been the better one. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? I know guys that this would be the – they, they no, love days I, like I, this for I, turkeys. I, I, turned around carlos is out there and i told him if it was me here's where i'd go i'd sit right here and i'd probably kill a turkey well he hasn't called and it's after eight o'clock so apparently he didn't sit where you told him (laughs) or you told him to sit where you didn't want him to go sit otherwise (laughs) well he was going to start where we started yesterday we heard a couple birds uh they gobbled very little yesterday so we weren't able to get in fairly tight on them but uh, did he take Eric with him today? Yes. Oh, good. Well, no, today I don't think so. I think he's he's by himself today. Um, but uh, for those people who want to go, we're about midway through the turkey season. There's plenty of turkey hunting still available. The yep. mass numbers of people are dwindling quickly, so there's not as much competition in the woods. And the other thing is, as we get a little later in the season. The hens don't stay with that gobbler near as much during the day as they used to, and yep. it will leave a few gobblers. They'll be out uh, looking lonely, and uh, and more wary. And yes, there they there's some wise old birds out there right now. But uh, people have been calling to them and doing this and that. I suggest soft calling. Don't get real aggressive. Don't try and get that bird hyped up. Just just let them know you're there, and let them come look for you i have a question somebody sitting here in this room with me sent me a video sent us all a video uh where someone shot a turkey and there was a uh, another turkey that decided to come up and pay his respects i guess while they were doing the recovery came up to whoop his butt is um, when he came up to you do. know yeah. i mean was that uh that was in what, georgia what, wasn't what, it? What, what, was that a doctored uh video or was that actually true uh, no, that was uh, actually true, and uh, I just pulled it up to see about putting it on to our 
Big oh, there we go. You hand your phone to Braden. <laughs> He's posting. No, leave, let the boy alone. He's got to learn on his own. It. It's kind of like the guy reeling that reel on the on our Facebook page. Yeah. He's got to learn. He's got to learn. When you when you sent me that video, I've seen that two other times with guys the same situation that they actually shot the bird. They're walking up to recover the bird because he's still doing the little flop, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, another gobbler runs in with them. But like we were talking about last week, how turkeys, you got this mystique that you can't move, you can't do this, you can't do that. And these guys are standing out in the wide open with a bird flopping, and here comes another gobbler running in to beat him well, up. That, <laughs> turkeys have a pecking order. And yes. oh, yeah. that, that we have the words, you know, the phrase pecking order for a reason. And that bird probably had been uh, dominating the other bird for yeah, quite some time. Yeah. You're picking on me. And, and when he saw that opportunity. Who's a dummy now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And and I've I've had that at care where they, they've gone and attacked a, a turkey that's been shot multiple times. And it's it's interesting to watch my daughter made me run one off because she felt bad for the turkey that had been shot when his buddy was sitting there trashing them you know but uh you know. it's happened or are they stand are the other ones will stand about uh five yards away and look and just kind of like go dude what happened to bill what was what are you doing over there come on man let's go what? you having a seizure what yeah. the heck why are you laying down let's go let's go let's go there's chicks over here two two of the guys that hunted at a camp they doubled five gobblers had come in and they shot two of the five and the rest of them stayed there gobbling for 45 minutes wow yeah and this is on management land that was not that was oh. on a uh piece of property very close by management land okay all right i will have to say brain i got a question okay how come it doesn't show i'm, I'm only i'm limited i'm limited to post it yeah. Can, can you see it? It's yeah. not it's because not. you're sharing Bring your. It in here. Bring do you, it in do here. you want to do you want the public to see it or you just want the yeah. friends of the What's page? Your to see? Anyone that wants to look at it. Okay, yeah. well then What's we, your settings? we push this here to public like oh, here that. We go. Now, gotcha. we're, now we're going okay. to a big and wild phone class and you, real quick. Then you hit done. Yes. And then you put Okay, post. so Braden's explaining to Glenn. I, I got all that. They're okay. both understanding but it, but it's posting it to my There's smoke coming out of Glenn's earphones right now. And it's going to mine, not big and wild. So that's the question I have. Why does it just limit? Glenn is scratching his head. You know what? Braden's the administrator, and he shut me down. No, I didn't. (laughs) You got blocked. You're out of here. You know what you do now that it's on your page? I'll just go in and and then that's what I have because his settings are such that very few people see his stuff. That's the problem he usually has is it's on his page, and he tries to share it. it, Yeah, they won't let me. That post isn't public on his page. So well, now, but, now it is. But so now, that one is. I, I put it public. on there. So now we can actually go back and share it off well, of your page onto the Big and Wild page. Actually, the the, the video I'm trying to post, the actual guy that sent it to me He's is on, the, on phone. the phone. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe he could just send it up there. Good morning, Doug. Good morning. How y'all doing? We're doing Uh-oh, pretty Doug. good. Are you turkey hunting okay. this morning? No, no. I'm actually going to try to side in this new rifle. <clears throat> but I heard y'all talking about that uh, video. Yeah. And uh and uh I I've uh I've shot plenty of birds that uh that uh the another gobbler would come back and attack. But in that video, 
uh, I've never had a gobbler jump off the gobbler and run at me and gobble. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, did he think he was getting in a fight with a Sasquatch, or what was going on there? I, I don't know. We done shot two of them. There was uh, four birds that came in. I shot the first one, and then uh, uh, Ed, Andy with me, he shot uh, Andy Castro from Tampa. He shot, uh, he shot another one, and then that one was the whole time – he had uh, he had my turkey's head in his mouth like a bulldog shaking it around. So I said, "Well, let me go get that bird off of him." So I stood up and walked over to get the bird uh, off of mine, and he jumped off that bird and started got him. Mean, he was so close I could tap him on the head. You want yeah. some too? <laughs> yeah. So I, I so I said, "Oh, somebody's got to videotape this." So I went back to the tree and got the my uh, telephone. I left my telephone laying next to the tree and. I came back and so the video is actually me coming back. <laughs> bird bird, di- bird dies of asphyxiation <laughs> when Doug chokes him. <laughs> I heard uh, I heard Bill say something about that bird did something to him. Whatever that bird did to that bird, it wasn't nice. Yeah. <laughs> that, bird, that bird got violated or something. Yeah. I don't know. So. Payback for a couple of years of abuse. Yeah, it's, it's that time bird to go. Was not happy. Well, not I, happy at all. I actually got the video up on our Facebook page uh, now that I, I uh, stole it off of Glenn's page since it's been made public now that it's up there. And uh, uh, so if you want to go take a look at it, it's there for the your entertainment. And I put it up there about two seconds ago, and it's already got four views. So apparently somebody's listening and wanting to see the darn thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, was, uh, that was a crazy And he stood out there. We collected the birds and picked up the decoys and picked up our uh, mess on the ground. And that, he, he, was still, he was still out there the whole time. So he, he was uh, He's trying to figure you out. All that big old beard you to... had, he was like, "Man, your beard's big, but I could take you." Yeah, <laughs> that's what he's he scared. Thinking. He definitely wasn't scared. It wasn't. I thought he had rabies or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 Doug, well, you come... might have been able right. to have a self-defense bird. A self-defense bird. Yeah, he almost got. It. You know, you're allowed three in Georgia. He almost didn't make it. <laughs> Keep pushing but it. That's I what didn't you. Make I didn't think it would be right shooting them at one foot. Trying <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to make it a little bit more sporting, you know. Maybe you had to chase yeah, him yeah, down, holding the gun up to his head, and <laughs> telling him goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Doug, come on out, sis, if you get a chance. All right, my friend. See all right, Doug. Doug. Talk to y'all later. Nice Bye-bye. video. I, you know, I, you got to get the rest of that story for it because if you don't understand that. This butt whooping had been going on for about three minutes. Gave him enough time to where he picked up his stuff, actually went back and got his cell phone, and then came back and actually filmed it. Uh, that that part's not on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be even more entertaining. Smoke, but. how are you this morning? So I really hear you up in Wesley Chapel. You got to tell him boost your signal. Uh, All okay. right, well, turn it up, knock. Turn it up. <laughs> turn up your cell phone. Yeah. Uh, all right, I. Uh, I wanted to tell you, I was on Instagram, I follow a group called Glass Grouper, and they have a thing now on there where the nut jobs are trying to get people together to go fight the FWC, allowing Goliath Grouper to be harvested because they're saying, oh, they're such beautiful creatures, and they show all these divers petting them and all this stuff, and you know, and, and they're like, oh, and we can't let these become extinct, and I'm like, 
you obviously don't know how many of those are out here. Those weren't divers petting them. Those were divers trying to get away from them before yeah. they got eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, leave yeah, my regulator well, alone. <laughs> well, at the next commission meeting uh, down down in Fort my, Fort Lauderdale, uh, April twenty fifth, twenty sixth. I think it's on the twenty sixth. FWC will be presenting to the commissioners uh, some stuff on the Goliath Grouper, and you know. Obviously, there's interest in having a limited season, and you know the anti group is very active in in exactly what you're saying. Oh yeah, they're trying to get them together like they like to do. Yes. Well, now, I, 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 do you remember what the hashtag or what the uh, thing was on Instagram? Uh, uh, it was just um, uh, hashtag Goliath Grouper. Well, that one, I, when I go to that one, it's just nothing but pictures and videos of, of everything. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was in one of the videos. I'll see if I can find it. I'll forward it to Glenn. Okay. Uh, but I uh, I was just on that site, and then one of the videos was, uh, you know, the uh, tree huggers that were trying to save the Goliath Grouper because it's going to be extinct. Well, you know, I, it's funny because I had this conversation with a kid that you would have never assumed that he was a diver of any kind. <laughs> Uh, who came into G5 and we started talking about fishing and he was telling me about how uh, the Goliath grouper and what, you know, on the East Coast, some of the ones when they come in during that spawn time of the year. And he said, I mean, they're like as big as Volkswagens and uh, yeah. huge. He was actually, yeah, I, Bill, he was I actually, got a feeling, the, I'm sorry. I got ahead. a feeling they deleted my post because I said, yeah, what about the divers? Aren't you showing videos of the divers that get attacked by them? Yeah, <clears throat> well, the, the kid that I'm talking about actually drove all the way over. He lives over in Plant City, and he came over to Bill Jackson's when uh, Bill and I were there for the Goliath Grouper workshop, and he was the one who asked the question or you know, said that when he uh, catches them on hook and line, how much uh, slipper, lobster, and stuff, uh, you know, they regurgitate on the way up. He was that kid. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember you, and he's like... You know, he goes, I just don't get what the FWC is thinking. They don't want us involved in it in any way, uh, you know, coming out and keeping the numbers down. And he thought that, you know, the number of 100 Goliath taken for statewide was just ludicrous. I mean, seriously. That'll be low. done in yeah, three yeah. Ludicrously low. Yeah, it'll, it'll be done in three hours. I mean, if people, it'll be out early. Kind of like the bear hunt. It'll, yeah, well, exactly. On, on Thursday, April 26th, the very first thing as the uh, commission – comes to order is the goliath grouper down in fort lauderdale um so and that will be on uh april 26th so go down there and be be some reason on the other side of that uh topic it'd be interesting to see what they have to say down there because i think the the commission meeting before ours over in pinellas county was what down in port charlotte or punta gorda where was that one do you remember because they said that meeting got a little bit out of hand down there. That those guys on were, the Goliath meeting. Yeah, on the Goliath meeting. Yeah, I don't remember where that one was. Yeah, well, I know it was down south on the west coast of us. But anyway, all right, we got to take a quick break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by G Five Feed and Outdoors and the great and fabulous folks out at Brandon Ford. And we'll take a break and be right back. Hornady continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. 
The original mission of Precision Hunter Ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory-loaded, truly match-accurate ammunition with Doppler radar-verified best-in-class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance, as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. Hunting never stops in Florida, so you need to make Al's Wild Meat in Riverview your full-time, full-service deer and hog processor. Al's Wild Meats will custom cut your game any way you like it, including a variety of sausage options, like traditional ground breakfast, link, or smoked, plus some of the best jalapeno cheddar summer sausage, snack sticks, and deer bacon on the planet. Al and his wife, Christine, pride themselves in making sure you're getting your own harvest back just the way you want it, and always vacuum-sealed, labeled, frozen, and back in your freezer fast. Al's Wild Meat, right off I-75 on Simmons Ranch Court in Riverview, on Facebook or online, alswildmeatprocessing.com. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. And if you've ever seen my very lengthy blooper video, well, you know, I've had my share of mishaps. Because of that, you can take it from me that one thing I always take very seriously is boating safety. For instance, here's something as simple as it can be that saves the lives of countless boaters every year. A lanyard. I highly recommend you wear one of these every time your boat is running. All you have to do is hook the loose end of the lanyard to your PFD. It'll stop your outboard instantly if you should accidentally fall overboard or be thrown from your boat during a collision. Be sure to give your lanyard a field test to make sure it's working like it's supposed to. Your life and that of your boating partner could depend on Welcome back, everybody. Quick reminder, uh, next weekend we'll be out at the uh, Bone Valley. We're going to be out there at the Rally of the Valley in the Valley. Uh, sponsors out there are uh, Pinellas, uh, excuse me, Polk County uh, Parks and Recreation and uh, G5 Motorsports. Going to be out there uh, free Saturday. We'll be broadcasting live. It's free admission, free free music, free food, kids' zone, drawings and giveaways, and you can come out and test drive any of the uh, Textron off-road uh, ATVs and side-by-sides uh-huh. that are going to be out there available. And Bill George's selfie. I can't see it. We don't have any photographic evidence? Well, there's, there's no date on that picture. Oh, there's no. Yeah. <laughs> but again, if you uh, can't make it out to Bone Valley, you want to look for a place to go fish and check out Tenor Rock, uh, Kids Derby 25th an- anniver- uh, Annual. Uh, check them out. Go to myfwc.com. Pre-register. Uh, you'll have a great day, great time. And, of course, Bill George, if he gets his turkey hunt done early, then he'll be on site to harass anybody. I thought I, you were going anyway, no matter what. I yeah, have a qu- I'll, I'll be going over It there. starts at 8, so he should be done by 7.30. I've got a quick question for Mr. George. One was done at 7.22 this year. And I was back in Lakeland at 8.30. You, got, you guys can weigh in on it because what we were just talking about during the break with some uh, – ethical thoughts and issues and mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. what uh scenario limb fruit when it comes to picking turkeys and anybody that turkey hunts knows what limb fruit means 
if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, shooting one from the tree limb. Come and on. I had a guy who we sat there at the shop and basically had a nice discussion about the fact of you don't shoot them off there. Now, I've been told this, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. You don't shoot them off the original roost. But if you spook a turkey and it lights in a tree in front of you, is it still legal to take it? There is even a a point where the law no longer considers the turkey, even if he's on his original roost, a roosted bird, after it's like an hour and a half after daybreak. Or so. I, I forget what it is, but... I thought if you jump to another limb too, because you know sometimes they'll hop that, limbs yeah, exactly. and, and they'll do that, and then uh, that makes it uh, legally or flies over to another branch and another in another tree where maybe some but, other hens are nesting. You know, because sometimes those toms they like their own space okay. over there. And if, then, if you're shooting them up there at seven thirty in the morning, I don't think there's are any limb there. that I would want to shoot one off of, and then. For a personal thing, for me, I won't shoot any bird who's who's not on the ground. Okay, that's that's yeah. just that's just a personal deal to me. I don't care if he flies up in the tree and lands, you know, trying to look to see where I am down there. Yeah, that's that's kind of like safe base. You know, he's he's on safe. <laughs> that's just a personal thing. He's in to a me. safe space. He's in there. a safe space, yeah. and that's that's a personal thing. And and I know a lot of people who kill. Well, and I a lot laughed, of turkeys. Uh, that that's not the case for them. I laugh because I remember talking to Michael Waddell about it on one of his shows. He did. He's in Kentucky, and the bird flies across a creek or something like that, and it lights in the tree right above him. And mm-hmm. I mean, he leans out and shoots. And I somebody we I sat there with somebody, and they're like, oh, I can't believe that he did something totally illegal on camera. I'm like, Well, first no. off, the dude, the money that he makes. He ain't gonna do anything illegal on camera. That's, I mean, well, that illegal period. That, 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 yeah, that, I mean, that's that, that doesn't wash because there's other people who have done so in video. Comes well, but out you know later. what I'm saying. But, yeah, but it there's a difference between what we call ethics, yeah, and what's legal, and everybody's bar is at a different place. Okay, the the person who's gonna shoot him out of the limb in the dark is going to shoot them there any time of the day or night yeah. it doesn't really matter oh i'm not going to shoot them out of their original roost but i my personal feeling is if he flies over and lights right there in front of me on a tree and, limb and, i mean and that's that's <laughs> absolutely legal and i won't ever knock you for doing it yeah. but for me it's a personal thing it's, and it's, plus you got five thousand dollars worth of game calls that you're bringing out there to try and what would you do that <laughs> yeah, well, you got to try them all out yeah, yeah. you got to be like bill george i got 14 more calls to go before i shoot any birds it, and for me <laughs> i i hunt some birds i i use woodsmanship to kill oh, yeah. those birds I, i'm not calling i'm not a great caller but i know where that bird may want to be at a particular day yeah. and time and i'm going to go there and i'm going to shoot them I only do one of those a year. Well, no, and my thing is to come to my call. Well, and my thing is, is if I've worked that bird for an hour or hour and a half to get him to come to me and that's what he chooses to do is, I mean, that, sorry, (laughs) you know, that's, well, one thing's for sure. One of y'all is going to eat and one of y'all is going to get a workout first. I, yeah. I got plenty to eat. There you go. <laughs> we ain't starving. Ain't neither one of us starving at all. That's the other thing is, you know, it's not just ethics. It's also a, 
uh, you know, if it was a, a food situation, like if you read some of uh, Lovett's old books, you know, back in the turkey hunting days of when, you know, there were cracker cattle running around everywhere and there were no fences. Yep. You know, they were out popping them out of trees in the dark, you know, with 22s because they had to eat. You know, it was it was about mm-hmm. food. It wasn't about just the fact that you needed to get an Osceola to complete your, uh, you know, your Grand Slam or your yes. World Slam or anything like that. It was uh, it was a, a sustainable food source. So, <clears throat> you know, you went and did what you had to do. Yeah. You go up there and you pop two or three turkeys out of the trees while they're in the dark and I, go home. I, I was lucky enough for about two years ago, I interviewed a guy that worked down there with Lovett at that time down down in the fish eating creek area, and it's it was amazing some of the stories he told. Yeah, <laughs> and I have on tape. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, the, I, I, you read those adventures if you read any of his books about you know him and his dad getting in those, or his grandfather and his father getting into the old Model A or Model T, and there were no roads, paved roads, so you had those little what four inch tires and. Pounding through the mud and down through the Everglades. Shock systems it, weren't the best in the world either. You know, trying to find uh, turkeys up in these cypress trees to to get about six or seven of them to bring back home to mama. So, yeah. I mean, it was a different time, different adventure. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And it's the same thing when I think about dove hunting. You know, you, sure, you know you're going to sit there and you're going to have beep, 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 and he lands around the wire above your head and you're going, dude. Quit being tempting me, man. Just, just go. Either That's go when you that stand up and let him fly off, and then you can do it. Well, yeah, but you know what? It never seems to work. <laughs> it always goes towards the other guy. Yeah, you stand That's up right. and they go you that made his way. Day good too. Yeah, yeah, you made share it. You, or, you know, you whistle out and go, "Hey, be ready! He's coming your way!" And they're like, "Which one?" I go, "This one on the wire. Hang on." <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, yeah." Sure enough, off he goes. So, do you really do you need it to fill your belly? Yeah, chances are, or probably you just not. do like I do, and then watch Braden get ready to shoot, and then be sixty yards away and just let it rip. And can you pick my bird up for me, Braden? Yeah, let, <laughs> let it close to you. Yeah, just get that one in front of you. Drop right in front. Duck, of Duck, he's gonna hit you. I got it. Don't worry, it's all good. Well, again, we thank everybody for listening in this morning, and uh, we'll be out at uh, Bone Valley out in Polk County. Just a little south of Mulberry. Come on out and see us. We'll be uh, having a great time, so you might as well come out and enjoy it with us. And if you can't, just get out there to Tenor Rock Fishing Derby. Make Pre-register, though, on myfwc.com. Get your kids out there and have a good time is there as well. Bill George will be there. Just look for the guy in Hawaiian shirt. Maybe. Can't go wrong. He's always wearing it. If he gets his turkey or not, he may show up. Yep. Well, even and, his camo still looks like the Hawaiian guy. And, Knock, here's your last chance to plug your event today. Metro PCS Tampa, correct? Go to 94.1 for more information. What are you doing? He's out I'm trying to help you. <laughs> Peace. See you next week. Bye, guys. G5 Feed and Outdoors is pleased to be the premier fully authorized repair and warranty dealer for Arctic Cat ATVs and side-by-sides in the West Central Florida and Tampa Bay area. G5's wide selection of Arctic Cat ATVs and other off-road vehicles are all designed to handle anything that Mother Nature dishes out. The Arctic Cat TBX, Prowler, and HDX offer power steering, easy switch two-wheel, four-wheel drive, tilt cargo beds, built-in receivers, and payloads between 300 and 1,000 pounds.
pounds. The Wildcat, Mud Pro, and XC450 are powerhouse performers with superior traction, suspension, and handling. And the ever-popular Altera Series continues to lead the way in value and reliability for tons of uses. So load up the hunting gear, stack up your camping supplies, haul your feed and farm supplies, or just load up the family and hit the trailer mud hole for a day of fun and adventure because G5 and Articat has you covered. Stop in today and see the whole lineup just west of Plant City at 4960 U.S. Highway 92 and online at g5feedandoutdoors.com. And be sure to follow G5 on Facebook for even more great products. Man, I really wish I had somebody to design my business cards or even a sign for my truck. Boy, you need Sign Parrot. Sign Parrot produces everything from business cards to building wraps, postcards, decals, boat and vehicle wraps, interior wall graphics, exterior wall graphics, routed in 3D lettering and signs, banners, and a whole host of other interior and exterior signage. Our goal is to help your business grow. If you need a sign, we'll save you time. Sign Parrot, boy. Hey, this is Jonathan. Most of you know me as the co-host of Big and Wild, but I also want to talk to you about my shop, Arrowhead Archery. We're one of the oldest shops in the country and stock brands from Prime, Matthews, Hoyt, WHFS Sefner, WQYK FM HD2, St. Petersburg, 103.1 W276CX, Newport Ritchie, 92.1 W221DW, Tampa.